Welcome to WCN, Western Canada's alternative news show, where we air stories the mass media won't. I'm your host, Mark Catman. Today on WCN, we speak with the only two people who have used Canada's rideshare program, Hockey Stick Control. Could the government be controlling Canadians' freedom of hockey stick ownership? And finally, we speak to the man heading up the organization, Charity for Charlie. This week's episode brought to you by... Um, by WCN, where we air stories the mass media won't. It's no small secret that down in the U.S. there is an ever-growing concern about guns and gun control. Here in Canada, however, we have our own problem, hockey sticks. A widely overlooked yet serious issue in Canada, after being aired by the mainstream media, a story has come to our attention in recent days of a man being hit by a hockey stick wielded by his wife. Well, as usual, WCN ferreted out the source and got an interview with the spokesman for Canada's Stick Control Coalition, Lex Andy. Good afternoon, Lex. Hello, Mark. How are you? I am well, thanks. And the family? Actually, I'm still single. Oh, Mark, I'm so sorry. Uh, Well, yes, um, thanks. Uh, so, So you have widely been considered Canada's leading supporter of putting safeguards, quote unquote, in places to protect people from hockey stick violence. Could you tell our listeners what you envision? Absolutely. Uh, basically, hockey sticks are dangerous and need to be controlled. The idea would be that uh, we would install a safe in hockey arenas and keep all the country's hockey sticks in there and, until a game is played. Once the game is over, the sticks would be returned back into the safe. That sounds like a rather ambitious plan. Would this mean that owning a hockey stick would be illegal? Absolutely. All previously owned hockey sticks would have to be brought into a government office, and uh, the selling or manufacturing of sticks would be closely monitored by the Canadian government. Is there really a significant enough danger represented by hockey sticks to the community to justify this kind of reaction? Uh, Absolutely, Mark. Uh, Hockey uh, stick-related violence is uh, the greatest threat to the Canadian public. Um, I I absolutely cannot stress how many lives would be saved uh, by making uh, hockey sticks hard to come by. Um, Do you think that this would have that much of an impact on Canadian violence? Or do you think people would just move from using hockey sticks to using other weapons, such as uh, baseball bats or things like long sticks, to carry out their violence? Absolutely. I hadn't really thought of that. Um, I, I guess we'd just control those things as well. If you could, what would you say to the people who say that hockey sticks are a Canadian icon and that the right to own one is a freedom that should not be withheld from Canadians? Think of the children. That is absolutely all I have to say. Well, thanks, Alex. I hope you have a very pleasant holiday season. Ah, thanks, Mark. You take care now and watch out for hockey sticks. Should Canada ban the sale and owning of hockey sticks? Go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash wecannews and tell us what you think. Remember, your voice matters. Well, it's that time of year again. The time when music stars are touring the country with their latest Christmas hits. One such celebrity and Canadian icon is Michael Blublé. Here at WCN, we are dedicated to our listeners and pleased to announce that we went online and looked at tickets for his concert. 
We found out very quickly we couldn't afford any. However, a local school invited us to attend one of their student performances, their own rendition of a classic holiday song. We are proud to bring you that performance. In order to not offend anyone, all terminology that anyone could find divisive has been tastefully edited out. Please sit back and enjoy this seasonal classic brought to you by WCN. Wasn't that lovely, folks? I've always loved inclusivity. And now, for our business report, this is Matt. A Canadian citizen, Mr. Brian, sentenced to serve prison time for fraud after a U.S.-based company was scammed over an estimated $30 million. The money was supposed to be used in the production of a strictly Canadian scheme. Mr. Brian pitched the idea to the Americans that Canadians were in need of a hair gel that did not freeze in the cold winter climate. So he proposed a solution to create a product that would keep Canadians looking fabulous in minus 45 degree weather. The CEO of the American company was baffled at the news he heard when the money was missing and had no idea he was being scammed. Mr. Bryan is now serving his time with no chance of parole for three weeks. The judge commented that among his various criminal charges, they are not so bad as Mr. Bryan's un-Canadian behavior. For WCN, I'm Matt. Canada has a very advanced and sophisticated carpool program, and it should considering how many taxpayer dollars have been put into it. What most people might not know is that Carpool Canada only has two users. Here with me in studio is Jay White and Doug Frey, the only people who have used Carpool Canada. Good afternoon, Jay, and good afternoon to you as well, Doug. Is there any reason you said his name first? Uh, no, I just figured it sounded better to say Jay and Doug as opposed to Doug and Jay. <coughs> Well, as I said in my intro, you two are the only people who use carpool.ca. Just how long has it been since you two started using it? Oh, you were well, asking me, Doug. Well, before you can... Uh, well, both of you can answer. Doug, why don't you go first? Thanks, Mark. Oh, I he started gets to a... go first, huh? Talk about favoritism. Oh, be quiet, Jay. Please, please. We, if we could keep this one at a time, this would be, that would be great. Please continue, Doug. Like I was saying before I was interrupted, was that I joined over a little over two years ago. And when did you join, Jay? It was four years ago last month. <sighs> Whatever. It was maybe a few months before I joined. But it wasn't two years. You're so full of it, oh, Jay. Oh, really? How would you even know when I joined? I was in the program way before well, you. Well, it's not. Okay, well, if it, it isn't important when you guys joined. I just wanted to kind of get a feel for how long you've been doing this. All I can say is that I was in the program way before Doug was. You were not. Uh, yes, I was. Anyway, not important. Because, yeah, remember, I picked you up? That actually leads to me to my next question. Uh, whose vehicle do you usually use? <laughs> vehicle would be in a little... Too generous, Mark. More like a dump on wheels. Oh, here we go again, making fun of my car. I'll, 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 I'll have you know that I got that car for dirt cheap, and I haven't had to put any money the into it. Is sure, it's the thing is ready to fall apart, drive, and it's, but it's worth fuel efficient what and gets you us where we need paid to go. for it. <laughs> Whatever. My car uh, has... Just, just let me interrupt you right there. We, we are getting a little off topic. If I could, I'd like to ask, how often do you guys drive together? Well, uh, almost every day, unfortunately. And, and what's it like? <sighs> Terrible. Terrible. It's just the worst part. This guy, let me tell you about it. <laughs> you tell him, please. I'm the one who has to put up with your 
garbage at the end of the, the trip. Not to mention your whistling and singing. Oh, poor Jay has to put up with a little inconvenience. What a hero. Do you want me to tell him about the time I bought chips and you ate all of them? <laughs> I didn't get a single one. You leave Honey Dijon chips in my car and they're going to get eaten. So, so you guys do a lot of driving together. Do you work at the same place? No. Uh, my company, we have a thing called Standards, and we don't hire garbage. Oh, burn. I guess I'll never be just as cool as you are. But to answer your question, Mark, we work in buildings on opposite sides of the same street. Well, I sense just a tiny bit of hostility between you two. Um, do you mind me asking why you continue to drive together? I really want to do a part for my environment, and I figured that I could cut down carbon emissions by doing this. <sighs> I don't have a car, and I can't afford one. And he's the only guy I know who'll take me anywhere. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for being on the program. I wish you a Merry Christmas and a happy upcoming New Year. Well, Thanks if I'm going to be with this guy, I hope you don't tear out your eyeballs be. after meeting Doug. And now, joining us live in studio is advocate for Charity for Charles, Mr. Gordon Loom. Good morning, sir. How are you today? Good morning, Mark. I'm great. How about yourself? I'm well, thank you. Now, I understand there was a bit of an ordeal on your way to the studio this morning. Would you care to elaborate for our listeners? I think it's something we can mm. all identify with. I'm glad you brought that up, Mark. In a nutshell, the county wouldn't let me bring my dog sled into the city, so uh, I had to call a taxi and be brought here this morning. Where did you leave your dogs? Well, fortunately, I have a friend who lives on an acreage on Cherry Tree Lane. So that's where I left them. Uh, but don't worry. Uh, this guy has two teams of his own, so he uh, really empathizes with me. Well, I'm glad you had that option, because once I went to the States, and I had to turn around and come back because there was no secure location I could tie my team. <laughs> it's a real nuisance, isn't it? Yeah, well, this is a subject we might have to talk about another time. Right now, could you explain what you're hoping to accomplish for Charity for Charles, and just who is Charles? Uh, Charles is a budgie. Okay, and why does he need charity? Well, he actually doesn't need the money. Uh, the money is for a cocker spaniel named Greta. But uh, charity for Charlie sounds better than uh, charity for Greta. It just It's just uh, one of those things. Uh, oh. It, it was my wife's idea. And why does Greta need money? Um, Greta belongs to my uh, eight-year-old niece, who needs a special pen, actually. Um... Uh, because she keeps getting out and uh, getting caught by the SBCA. Do I understand you correctly that your niece needs a special pen? Yeah. Uh, why did the SPCA pick her up? Shouldn't the police do that? Well, they did at first, uh, but it just got so out of hand that they informed the SBCA. <laughs> why would you keep your niece in a pen? Can't you teach her? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, no, no. The pen is for the dog. <laughs> Greta is very sneaky and keeps getting out of her cage. So we need the money to make a proper pen to contain her. Keep my niece in a pen. Oh, oh, uh, oh that's good. Just one more question in that case. Uh, why are you taking up a collection for it? Um, surely the girl's parents could pay for it. Um, they suggested that. Oh, but you know, the way I see it is uh, why pay for something when there are other people out there who can help you? 
Thanks, Mr. Loom. Thank you for being on the program. Mm. Uh, yes, uh, thanks for having me, Mark. Um, just just another thing uh, quickly here. I'm actually thinking of writing a petition to acknowledge the use, uh, acceptance, and the rights to go anywhere on dog sleds all around and over North America. So uh, um, I'd be uh, definitely interested if you guys would uh, help me cover that story uh, once I have the petition ready to go. Oh, for sure. I, I'll be the first to sign. Uh, thank you, Mark. It was great talking to you. And now, news headlines from around the world. Canada to sue the nation of Greenland after Greenland's claimed it was the most hostile place on the earth to live. Starbucks attracts controversy by not having a holiday cup. Spokesperson says, quote, In order to eliminate the people hating on our cups, we are just going to pour the coffee into your hands, unquote. It has been announced that all Americans living in other nations are to return home before the holiday season or they won't get any presents from Uncle Sam. Thank you for listening to WCN. For more info or to see more WCN content, visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash WCN. WCN is produced by me, Philip Hall, with contributions by Mark Catman, John Kane, and Shirley Hall. WCN strives to shine a light on the stories that would otherwise be rightly ignored. To tell your friends about WCN, simply phone them up and tell them. Remember, the alternative news doesn't have big budgets, so we need your help to spread the word. Once again, thanks for listening. And from all of us at WCN, Happy New Year.